Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you again alongside Dan Capril, who is the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner and wealth coach right here in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities. Lots on the docket for today's show that we'll tell you all about coming up in a moment. But first, Dan, hello, and uh, thanks for joining us this week. Great to be here, Walt. Um, it's nice I can now go to bed at a regular hour now that the Olympics are over. So, uh... <laughs> You know, I'm feeling a lot more, um, you know, alert and um, and ready to roll. So just in time for college football season to start. Here yeah, soon. then you'll lose some more sleep. Well, at least college football isn't every single night of the week. The Olympics well, and, and my, my team, on. yeah, my team doesn't get primetime play too often. So chances are by two o'clock on a Saturday, I'm, I'm done. So no you're, problem. You're ready to relax. Uh, like, favorite Olympic event. I don't think I asked you what, while the Olympics were going on. You know, as a kid, it was always boxing because Ooh. as a kid, we had the we had that one team with Sugar Ray Leonard and um, Howard Davis, who was from Long Island, where I had had grown up as a kid. And so there was, you know, there was one year we had five gold medalists, and it, then they went to the headgear and the silly point by point scoring, and I kind of lost interest in it. Now it's just the basketball, largely because you know we have this pressure we have to win the gold it kind of I, now i know what canadians feel like when uh, the winter in olympics hockey, go right? on yeah. in hockey yeah exactly so i'm sitting there agonizing you know that we're not going to win because i know that we sent some very good players but i was adding up about eight great players who didn't make that trip this time but yeah i like them all the stories are great you know the stories behind the people and their lives i mean most of these amateur athletes are just regular folks i mean it's a yeah. little better now for them endorsement wise and things like that you know they don't have to you know have other jobs but there's some really uh, really cool stories behind who these people are. And they're just regular people, most of them born with gifts, but more importantly, willing to put in tremendous amount of work to make that gift, uh, you know, really what it is today. So cool stuff. Yeah, we saw a lot of that on display. And uh, great yeah. job, USA, in the Olympics, uh, wrapping oh, up geez, just the other. Women especially, geez, they're just crushing it. Did man. an amazing job. A lot of firsts mm. in this Olympic, which was fun to see. Like the guy, the guy won the fifteen hundred meters first time in hundred and eight years. We won the fifteen hundred meters. Amazing! You know, I think we've had some good milers out of our country over the years, but never won that gold medal. So it's good. M- makes you realize how big the world is when you see yeah. the Olympics. That's what I always think of. If there's some guy in Serbia who's the best at his craft, just honing it in every day. It really puts it into perspective of what you've got to do to be the best. Absolutely. Neat to see. Speaking of being the best, uh, that's what we consider Dan to be when it comes to financial guidance and planning here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas, and it's why we turn to him each week for answers to your questions. We're going to cover a couple of fact or fiction things today. Play a little game. I want to throw questions at Dan. He's going to tell us whether it's fact or fiction. And then we're going to talk about the mafia, the mob, and more in Tales from the Tax Side 
looking forward to uh, this week's story when we get there. But first, let's start with your questions, which, by the way, if you want to submit one to be featured on the show, go to quizdan.com. Our first is from Jerry in Mason to start the week. And Jerry says, now that my kids are now out of the house, I'm giving serious thought to cashing in my life insurance and investing the cash value proceeds. What are your thoughts? Great question, Jerry. That's a question I get a lot because people think about buying life insurance or buying it while they have dependents. And the thought process is, well, you know, I don't have any dependents anymore, so therefore I don't need the life insurance. A couple of things to think about. First of all, if you're still working, there are earnings in your future that obviously you haven't yet had. And if you're married, there's a good chance that your spouse wouldn't mind having those earnings if you were to suddenly pass away. So I always talk about the present value of your future earnings, and I strongly recommend that everybody insure at least that amount of money. In other words, what amount of money would your heirs need today to replace those future earnings? Because that's a real asset. That's a real asset that you have. Now, you know, Jerry, if, if you're not married and, and your kids are completely independent, yeah, I mean, I could certainly argue that you don't need life insurance. However, just keep this in mind. We talk a lot in this show about having a tax-free retirement. And one of the interesting things about life insurance, particularly cash value life insurance, is that that money can grow not only tax-deferred, the cash value in the policy, but you can access it tax-free through loans and withdrawals. So it is one of those tax-free assets out there that tends to get overlooked. And in fact, you can minimize the death benefit on many policies so that you can maximize the cash value and watch it grow. Now, there are parameters by which you can do that. I won't bore you with all the specifics here on the show, but life insurance clearly has some tax advantage vehicles to it while you're alive that too often get overlooked. The other thing, too, is you know, your policy might have a long-term care rider on it, which is going to be the type of insurance you probably will need later on in life. So I would be careful about just cavalierly dumping it. I would look at the situation because there's a lot more to the story. And if it's a policy you already have, you know, it's a lot harder to get life insurance as you get older. So you've already got something in place. They can't cancel it on you unless you stop paying the premium. So just make sure you study it in, in, in full before you just say, ah, they, I don't need it anymore. Because you may find that it's actually a very valuable part of your overall strategy. And it's so important to consider all of those different angles. I can't imagine the average person, Dan, and I say that with all due respect to the average person, you know, thinking through all those different scenarios when it comes to something as simple as, boom, life insurance. And that's what continues to amaze me about, you know, the financial world. And this is just one little piece. And look at how many angles you have to consider. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts, and taxes are a real big part of that. And, and life insurance can play a very variable role in that. In fact, it just reminds me, you know, we've got a workshop coming up, two of them actually, at the University of Dayton next week, uh, September 1st, September 6th. They're going to be at 6.30 p.m., and, and it's, it, the, um, the name of the workshop is called Tax-Free Retirement. And what we're going to do is talk about the planning steps that you can take to ultimately have a very low tax during retirement or a tax-free retirement, which is very, very important because as we look at where we are as a nation, we look at our debt, we look at the aging of the baby boomers, we look at entitlement spending. In almost every scenario, if you were to ask an independent economist, they would tell you that taxes will probably have to go up. And, and when taxes go up, then that means the amount of money sitting in your 401k or IRA that you can have that has just gone down. The IRS is lean on those assets, has grown. So it's very important that you understand the strategies that you can take, particularly if you're still working, but even if you're retired, 
What are the strategies that you can take to get a tax-free retirement? So on September 1st, September 6th, University of Dayton. We're going to have a workshop there. This is a free workshop. This isn't going to be one of those workshops that annuity salesmen have where they get you at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and they're trying to get you to, you know, buy a large commissionable product and in the meantime they feed you steak. No, no, no. No, this is going to be a planning workshop. This is going to be an educational workshop taught at a university designed to give you the information that you need to have a tax-free retirement. And the way you can register that for this, very, very simple. You can, first of all, you can text the word SEMINAR to 555-888, the word seminar to 555-888. When you do that, I'm going to instantly send you back a link that you need to click on, and then a little page will pop up. You enter in your data, and you're registered. So that's the first way to do it, very easy way to do it. A couple of other ways that you can do it. You can also go to the website rescuemy401k.net. You can uh, give my office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Or you can go to quizdan.com. So a lot of different ways that you can go ahead and sign up and register for this workshop. It's going to be very insightful, particularly with this issue that Jerry just raised. Uh, There's a lot more to that story than people know. So again, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, that's uh, very easy to get in touch. We have had a lot of people sign up for the seminar. It's (laughs) it's booming. Are spaces getting limited, Dan? Is it safe to say that? Extremely tight. I probably have room for about seven or eight more people. So far, I mean, we've we've had over uh, 60 people, uh, and this is just individual families, so it could be over 100 people when husband and wives come attending this. And I think that just speaks to the need for this type of planning. So yeah, we'll do our darndest to squeeze you in. You know, even if I have to take a couple lawn chairs out of the back of my trunk, I'll bring them in. But uh, now this is an incredibly popular workshop and don't waste time. If you are sitting in a situation where you've got most of your retirement money in things like a 401k, an IRA or 403b, you do not want to miss this workshop. Again, September 1st, September 6th are the two nights of that workshop. You can pick one of the two nights. You don't have to attend both. Pick the one that works best for you. And the way to get in touch, the way to register for the seminar directly from your phone is to text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Just text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Be sure to click on the link and fill out the information so you can register for the seminar and get your name on the list before it fills up. If you do not have a smartphone, just call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, and let Dan know that you want to come to the seminar, which night you want to attend, and he will be sure to reserve a spot for you. 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number, 844 784 9326. Great question, Jerry. We appreciate that one. Let's get another one in here from Dorothy in Mainville. Dorothy says, is there any reason for me to take Social Security while I'm still working? It doesn't seem like I should, but I also don't want to leave any free money on the table. Well, Dorothy, the first thing I ask people is, do you need the money? I mean, do you need it in order to make your ends meet? Because if the answer is no, well, then I probably would suggest you not take it because between now and when you reach age 70, and I'm assuming, Dorothy, you're, you're not at age 70 yet, your benefit's going to grow. It's going to grow about 8% every single year. So by waiting, you're going to increase that check. Now, yeah, I mean, you don't know how long you're going to live, but chances are if you let it continue to grow, if you don't tap into it till about age 70, 
It's probably going to take about 10 years before you, quote unquote, lose money on the fact that you didn't take checks earlier, but you're getting much larger checks now. Now, keep in mind also, Dorothy, if you're, if you're younger than your, what's considered your normal retirement age. So for most people today, that's around 66, 67. If you're under that age and you need to know what your full retirement age is, according to Social Security, if you were born after 1960, then it's age 67. If you're below that age, and you file for your benefits, well, depending on how much money you make, it's very likely that your benefits will get reduced because you're, in their minds, you're earning too much. So it's a complicated issue. There's a lot of variables that you need to factor in. But the simple answer to you is that if you don't need that money and you're under age 70, I would just as soon see you continue to let it grow so that your monthly paycheck is going to be more. But if you're finding yourself tapping into savings, yeah, that might be something worth looking into, and that's why you really need to have that situation studied and have a very comprehensive analysis done. Because again, like so many things, that's just one part of the overall equation. But just remember this, Social Security benefits are also taxable. The earnings that you receive will determine whether or not you have to pay tax on those Social Security benefits. That's a real shocker to a lot of people. They're like, I didn't know I was paying tax. I didn't get to deduct the money when it went into the system. I'm just getting my after-tax money back. Yeah, well, you can blame Congress for that. That is the reality. So be careful that, again, another step towards tax-free retirement you can take, uh, the measures that you want to be thinking about. What are the things that I can do so I can maybe get my Social Security benefits tax-free? But as long as you're working, I would really give that a, a lot of hard thought as to whether or not I want to take it. Usually, I would discourage people from taking it if, if they don't need it. Great question, Dorothy. We appreciate that one. If you want to feature a question on the show, go to quizdan.com, quizdan.com, and we might just uh, have it on the air. We have a question from Rod in Centerville to wrap up this segment of the show. I admit that I have too much money in cash right now, Rod says. But I'm too scared to invest anywhere because everything seems overpriced at the moment. Do you have any suggestions? Well, Rod, first of all, let's talk about whether or not you have too much in cash. Uh, as a rule, I recommend three to six months of living expenses. Stay in cash so that you ha- can deal with you know things that come up unexpectedly. You don't have to sell something in, in your portfolio. You don't have to pay tax on something to, in order to get the cash. So assuming we're talking about more than that, I got a question for you. How do you know if things are overpriced? I mean, where are you getting that? I mean, think about this for a second, Rod. Everything we already know about any company out there traded, it's already factored into the price. It's what we don't know, news events, that are going to determine whether or not stock prices move up or down. The truth of the matter is the whole world has deciphered the same information and has concluded that the current price is the right price. It's just like your house. You know, if you're going to list your house for sale for, say, 200000 but the most anyone's going to give you is 175. Well, your house is worth 175. So be very, very careful about this overpriced, underpriced thought process. It's false. Stocks can only move in two directions, and usually people try to look for a reason why they did. But the reality is that news is what's going to drive prices. Also, keep this in mind: you need to be a long-term investor. If you're investing for next week, next month, or even next year, you should not be in stocks. Your guess is as good as mine. Throw darts against the, the Wall Street Journal if that's what you want to do. But over the course of time, the current price tends to be the low price as compared to future prices. You know, from the year I was born, I think the Dow was trading around 600. It's over 18,000 now. There's been a lot of new highs set. What's overpriced? Our economy continues to grow. So be very careful about that. You cannot time the market. If you're going to do it successfully, you're going to do it based on luck, not skill. So... 
big part of the things that we talk about in our in our coming workshop, our, the um, tax-free retirement workshop, is we talk about strategies that can be taken to make sure that as you're investing, you're minimizing your taxation. So, you know, Rod, I'd recommend you might want to consider coming into one of those two workshops. Again, they're September 1st and 6th. We're teaching them at the University of Dayton. And among a lot of things, we're going to talk about the steps that you can take during your retirement years, and especially if you're working still, the steps that you can take so that you can position things so that you have a tax-free retirement. You know, you're worried about market volatility. <laughs> I'm more worried about Uncle Sam volatility, and that's going to take a, probably a much bigger chunk. So they're both very important. We're going to touch on both of them. So again, free workshop at the University of Dayton. Very easy to, to register for this. Just text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, SEMINAR to 555-888. So you can go to quizdan.com or you can give our office a call at 844-QUIZ-DAN. Don't have a lot of spots left for this one. Our capacity is about 60 and we're already there now. We're, we're working with the university to get additional space. And I say 60, 60 couples, so our capacity is you know, a little over 100. So be sure to take advantage of this right away. Text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, text SEMINAR to 555-888, and you can register right from your smartphone. If you do not have a smartphone and you want to register, call instead and just let Dan know that you want to uh, reserve a spot, give some information on the uh, phone, and he will be able to do that. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number, 844-784-9326. Again, that's 844-QUIZ-DAN. But a reminder, the easiest way is just to send a text. Send the word SEMINAR in the message field to 555-888. Click on the link, fill out the information, and you'll be registered for that upcoming seminar, September 1st and 6th. Pick the night that works best for you. Find out all the details when you register. Thanks so much for listening to the Solving the Financial Puzzle today. We are not done. We have much more coming up next. In a moment, Nikki Early steps into the studio to join us, and then Dan back in uh, just a little bit. So stay right there. Much more coming up on today's edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs. The list goes on and on it can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a Certified Financial Planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Want more information about Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril? Visit us on the web by going to askdan.com. That's askdan.com. Thanks so much for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle. It's that part of the show where we like to kick Dan out of the studio and bring in his cohort, Nikki Early, who is a financial advisor and coach here in Cincinnati and the Dayton area as well. Nikki, thanks for being here this week. I hope you're doing well. 
I am. Thank you, Walter. How are you doing this afternoon? Fantastic, and uh, looking forward to our conversation today. So much to get to and to talk about, but before we do that, I want to give a quick reminder to folks to check us out online by going to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com for more information about Matson and Capril and the great team that they have. And you can also call at any time, 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Nikki, with you today, I want to talk a little bit about some of the dangerous assumptions that people tend to make about retirement that just aren't correct. And a lot of the times it leads people on a pretty bad path when they're starting their planning off with these bad or even sometimes, I guess, dangerous assumptions. And so I've got a few here. I want to see if you agree that these are uh, some of the common dangerous assumptions that are out there and that you see a lot. I would imagine that a lot of people kind of have that idea that, you know what, I'll spend less when I retire. And then they plan using assumption. Uh, What do you think? Well, I don't know about you, Walter, but do you want to sit on your couch during retirement or do you have other aspirations? I mean, I see the TV commercials that are depicting these perfect retirements where people are traveling, they're playing golf, or they're buying stuff for their grandkids. I don't think any of those activities are free. Do you? No, no. Every day is a Saturday, right? Right, exactly. I'm going to have a lot more time on my hands, I think. And I'm sure that um, just being active is going to cost me more money than maybe even when I'm working. Now, unless you have some major expenses that are going to be coming off the books, like the same day you retire, maybe paying off your house, for instance, there's probably a good chance that you'll spend just as much money once you've retired as you do now. So maybe even more. Who knows? But it is a really good idea for you to talk this through with your spouse or even think it through on your own if you're single and really kind of, I mean, determine what am I going to need in retirement? Is it going to be more? Is it going to be less? Is it going to be the same? But until you actually sit down and put some thought into it, you can't just assume you're going to be spending less. And that's just one example. Nikki, another would be when it comes to taxes. A lot of people have that same kind of assumption. They not only think they're going to be spending less when they retire, but they say, you know what, my taxes are going to be lower when I retire. And then they start overlooking some of the key tax planning strategies that they could be employing. Well, if you've ever listened to our show before, you know that we are big on the fact that taxes are probably going to increase in our lifetime. So this whole time we've been taught to throw all this money at our 401ks and our traditional IRAs, thinking that in retirement, our taxes will be lower because we'll be making less money. Well, if you think about the fact that right now, 76% of the federal budget is allocated towards entitlement programs. And these entitlement programs, if they continue to grow, the prediction is by the year 2020, it will require 92% of our federal budget. So the governments, they're not going to have any choice but to raise our taxes. And Actually, if you think about it, tax rates are very low compared to history. Back in the 70s, we saw the highest tax rates of like 70%. And even back in the 40s and 50s, I think in the 90s. So when you think about the fact that our highest tax rate, our highest marginal tax rate is only 39.6% right now, they have nowhere to go but up. Amazing, too. Uh, that, that figure is incredible about how much of the budget is allocated to entitlement programs. So there's really only one direction for taxes to go up, it seems, these days. 
I think people need to be aware of that. We're talking with Nikki Early of Matson and Capril, serving you here in Cincinnati and Dayton. They have three offices throughout the area in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and in northern Kentucky as well. We're talking about some of the dangerous assumptions that everyday people, uh, people who've done a great job saving for their financial future and saving for retirement, some of these dangerous assumptions that they're operating off of as they enter into those retirement years. And we're trying to bring these things to light. Uh, a lot of people still have kids in school. And so they say, Nikki, I need to help my kids get through college before I worry about saving for retirement. Why is that a big mistake to make that assumption? That can be really dangerous and detrimental to people's retirements. You know, as far as I know, there is no such thing as financial aid for retirement. Now, it's great if you want to help your kids. I get that. But you have to make sure you're not sabotaging yourself in the process. I know student loan debt can be a burden. But mom and dad being a financial liability later in life probably is going to be a bigger burden. Yeah, that's a good point as well. All right, so the we've covered taxes, we've covered you know spending in retirement, and we've considered the kids as well. And I think maybe it's the combination of those things. Maybe people have considered those kinds of equations. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't make assumptions about them that were incorrect. But sort of an overarching assumption that a lot of people make, and I've got to throw my dad under the bus a little bit here. He's been of this mentality for a really long time. And it's just sort of that defeatist, you know what, I'll never be able to to retire. I'm just going to have to work forever. I don't see how I can possibly retire. People often haven't considered the fact that maybe they could. Yeah, you know, it is better to build a nest egg and get started early. There's no doubt. But there are a lot of people that get to the age of 50 and they do feel really way behind. But the truth is people in their 50s are usually in a great position to start closing the gap, having not saved up until this point or maybe not as much as they think they should have. Here's some reasons. Well, first of all, you're usually in your prime earning years. So you're actually going to be earning more in your 50s than you were in your 40s and 30s. Now, some of your kids may be moving out and coming off your payroll, if you will. So you're not paying as much for them. And then in some cases, you're getting ready to pay off your house. And that will really, really help your cash flow and allow you to put more money into savings. Now, the other thing that's nice is once you get to be 50, you can put more money into your 401k a year to make up for those other years. You can do 6000 more than when you were in your 40s and 30s. So you can actually put up to $24,000 a year into your 401k to help make up that gap. Now, the bottom line is it's never too late to get a good plan in place and put yourself in a good position for retirement. Now, if you're out there and you feel like you have these questions or you feel like maybe you tend to have these dangerous assumptions, then certainly give our office a call. Walter, give them that number for me, will you? I will. That number to call is 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. That'll put you in touch with Dan Capril, Nikki Early, and the great team at Matson and Capril. Serving you here in Cincinnati and Dayton, 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. Go ahead and set up that time to meet. If you have been listening to some of these assumptions and you're saying, you know what, I've made some of these bad assumptions in my retirement plan. I've maybe even made some dangerous assumptions, uh, dangerous in, in terms of my plan might not be successful if I continue to follow through with it based on the assumption I started with. If that's the case or you're not sure, 
give a call. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Nikki, thanks for the time and filling us in on all that great information. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. All right, Walter, thank you. Stay right there, folks. There's a whole lot more coming up on today's show. Dan Capril steps back into the studio. Much more to discuss. Don't go anywhere. It's okay to admit it. Sometimes you need a little help solving the crossword puzzle in the paper, like 44 across. Something is rotten in Denmark. If you've never heard that phrase or read Hamlet, you'd be lost. So you might ask the person next to you in the waiting room, another passenger in the car, or even turn to Google. Eventually, you'd learn that it's another way of saying something smells fishy, or as the actual answer puts it, I smell a rat. We all need a little help solving puzzles from time to time, and it's no different in the financial world. That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to help you solve the financial puzzle in your life. Turn to him and ask the questions that bog you down. Tell him about how you're struggling to go from point A to point B in your planning process, and he'll help you figure it all out. Just call 844-784-9326. 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. To get started today. Do you have a question you want featured on the show? Go to askdan.com to submit your question, and our host here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, Dan Capril, might feature it on a future show. So go to askdan.com today. Moving along here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Glad to have you along with us today. Dan Capril, our guest as always, and he's back in the studio with us. He is a certified financial planner and wealth coach serving you here in Cincinnati and the Dayton area, of course. Three offices in the area, Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and one in northern Kentucky as well. If you want to get in touch, call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Also, lots of great resources online. If you happen to be in front of the computer now, go to quizdan.com. Check it out there. We're going to play a little fact or fiction. So just a little game to lighten things up here, Dan. I'll give you the statement. You tell me if it's fact or fiction and why. Here's the first one, maybe an easy one for you. Bonds eliminate most of the risk from your portfolio. Fact or fiction? Well, it is fiction, but let's first explain what is meant by bonds. Bonds are essentially loans, loans that you're making to a corporation, to a government. And for the most part, they are interest-only type loans. The organization that you're lending the money to, and a mutual fund could be doing this, but they are paying you interest for a number of years. And then at the end of that period of time, they will make the one-time balloon payment. So certainly if you hold on to the bond and you get the interest every month and then you get all your money back, you're fine. A couple of things to keep in mind. Number one, getting your money back may not be as easy as you think it is, particularly if you're lending to small corporations that no one's ever heard of. If they go bankrupt, you get nothing. Now, if you're lending to the U.S. government, obviously the U.S. government can print money, so they are truly risk-free but they're also going to be paying you a much lower interest rate as a result of that. So sometimes people think when they lend their money to the government that they're really being safe, but I would argue when you look at the low interest payments you get, you factor in taxes and inflation, well, really what you're doing is you're going broke safely. Now, keep this also in mind. If interest rates rise, and they probably have to because they can't go down any lower, if interest rates go up, your current bond values will drop. And the simple reason for that is because new bonds are being issued at a rate higher than old bonds. So as a holder of an old bond, if you want to try to sell your bond to somebody, they're not going to be likely to pay for it what you paid for it, simply because they can go out and buy the new bonds at a higher rate. 
Now, if you hang on to your bond, eventually your the bond issuer will give you back your money. But bonds definitely do have a level of volatility, particularly if you're going to invest long term with your bonds. If you're going to take, you know, 20, 30, 40 year bonds, and they are there are many of them out there. Heck, there's some hundred year bonds out there. When interest rates rise, they're going to fluctuate a lot more in value. So by definition, fixed income is less volatile, but it's not risk-free, and that's what investors need to be aware of. As a rule, I like investors to have their portfolio in short-term investment-grade bonds. So these are highly rated corporations, and you're only lending it out for the short term, no more than 10 years. That way, when interest rates rise, you're not going to see as, as much of a, of a drop. And then, of course, if they're short-term, that means they're maturing. And as they mature, you can then go out and buy new bonds at the higher interest rate. So it is fiction. I mean, it's fact is that they, they are less risky than stocks, but they definitely have their level of volatility, and I want people to know that. You are not risk-free if you're investing in bonds. That's good to know, and that's why it is fiction that it eliminates most of that risk from your portfolio. What about life insurance? We had a question about this earlier in the show. Let's uh, expose life insurance to a little fact or fiction. Uh, Fact or fiction, life insurance beneficiaries override your will. Yeah, that is true. A lot of people think, you know, their will basically tells the whole story as to how their estate should be distributed. But your estate can transfer through a number of ways, and one way is via contract. And a life insurance policy is a contract. And therefore, whoever you list as your beneficiaries, they're going to get the proceeds. This is also true when it comes to your IRA, when it comes to annuities. The will has absolutely nothing to do with these assets. Your will is primarily for assets that don't have prior instructions attached to them contractually. That will happen through probate. So, for example, if you have a bank account, and it's just in your name, well, and you don't have any type of transfer on death designation attached to it, well, then your will is ultimately going to determine who gets what. But something like a life insurance policy, that has a beneficiary designation. So as a matter of contract law, the insurance company must pay the proceeds to the person listed as the beneficiary. Now, this is very important. If you've gone through some major changes in your life, for example, you got divorced, remarried, your relationship with your children has changed or maybe has gotten better, you need to understand that you need to update those beneficiary designations. Every year I read a story about a guy who didn't do it. He dies and his ex-wife got all the money and his current wife got nothing. And there's absolutely nothing the current wife can do about it. Now, some might say there's maybe some poetic justice in that, depending on what the circumstances were behind the divorce, but I'm not trying to speculate there. But yes, your uh, your will really is, is, is almost like the... Uh, the contract of lease resort, or last resort, I should say. And you need to be aware of that, that very often your will may have very little to do with how your assets are ultimately transferred because the way your accounts are owned, whether they be through a 401k, an IRA, 403b, et cetera, is going to determine who gets what. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is there's a lot of taxable implications around how your assets get left. So we need to be aware of that going forward. It's a lot more complicated, but short answer, which I didn't give you a short answer here. (laughs) Yes, the beneficiary designations are going to trump the will. It's like when my dad growing up used to say, to make a long story short. <clears throat> yeah, to after, make a short story long. <laughs> after, after he'd already told the long story. then Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's a good one, though. Uh, life insurance beneficiaries override your will. Remember that, mm-hmm. folks. Make sure they're updated. Fact or fiction, Dan, with tools like Google and the power of the Internet, it's much easier to take a do-it-yourself approach to creating a retirement plan. 
You know, certainly you have more information at your disposal, and I think that's fabulous. Of course, as you all know, what you see on the Internet isn't always the whole story. I do feel strongly that the reason that if you are going to get professional advice, it shouldn't be about the products that are out there because you can buy products readily on your own. But with a lot of information can come a lot of confusion. I talk a lot on this show about the fact that the information that you read about uh, financially in the financial press is incredibly well wrong <laughs> in many cases. That it talks about how you can successfully stock pick or market time. And the academic evidence is overwhelming that those things do not work. So just because there's a lot of information out there doesn't mean it's good information. But understand this. The biggest challenge that we have in terms of managing our money properly is not based on the fact that we had information or didn't have information. It's based on our own psychology. You see, we are wired naturally to avoid pain and seek pleasure where we can, but above all else, avoid pain. And as a result, we tend to make decisions when it comes to our finances that at the moment may seem like the right thing to do, but in the long run are disastrous. I mean, I've seen people so eager to pay off their mortgage that they take a major amount of money out of their IRA account, which gets taxed very heavily. They pay off the mortgage. They lose their tax deductions on that. And then going forward, they have no money to supplement themselves. Why they do it? purely emotional. I've seen people, when a stock goes down or or their portfolio goes down, panic, move it all into cash. And when the portfolio goes back up, you know what? They feel even worse. So information is great, but information can manipulate you at times to make the wrong decisions. You got to be very, very mindful of that. There's so much more to the story than that. I think at the very least, having an objective person look at your situation and give you some direction can be very, very beneficial for you, no matter where you want to go long term. The internet is fabulous. I love it. I have a hard time remembering what life was like without it. I envy the kids who go to school today that have it. I mean, we used to actually go to libraries and find books. But it can be very misleading. You have to be careful. Now, to help you through some of this stuff, help you through some of the misleading thing, I want to encourage our listeners to take advantage of a very unique course that we've got coming up at the University of Dayton next week, actually September 1st and September 6th. I'm going to be teaching it on two nights at the University of Dayton. Admission is free. I will be getting at 6.30 p.m. It's going to be taught at the Kennedy Union, room 310. You have to register, though, for it first. We're almost full, so take advantage of this right now. If you have any interest in this, register. This workshop is primarily going to be talking about the steps that you can take for a tax-free retirement. What are the steps that you can do to minimize or eliminate the tax on your 401k benefits, your IRA benefits? What are the steps that you can take to get your Social Security benefits paid to you tax-free? You know, if tax rates go up in the future, the amount of money that you actually own in your 401k and IRA goes down. And you need to factor that into your planning. So there's a lot of steps that we can do today that can protect us going forward so that we're not going to be vulnerable, so that we don't have this IRS tax lien on it. So take full advantage of this. This is a very useful workshop, particularly for people who are retired or looking to retire in the next 10 years. What are the steps that they can proactively take to minimize that? Some people say, well, I have a CPA. Yeah, that's great. You got somebody who does tax filing, but you probably don't have someone who's doing tax planning. Oh, they could do it. But I can just tell you time and time again, I just don't see that being done. Tax planning is something entirely different. That's what we're going to get into in this workshop. We're going to explain the situation to you. I'm going to give you case studies. I'm going to show you strategically the steps that you can take. So to register for this course, very simple. All you need to do on your smartphone and pull over if you're driving 
text the word seminar to 555-888. Again, that's the word seminar to 555-888. Or you can give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Or you can go to quizdan.com. There's a big box that says Quiz Dan. Click on that and say, register me for the seminar. And uh, my office will get in touch with you and get the details to you there. So a lot of ways that you can do it. I think going doing the texting, if you have a smartphone, it's probably the easiest way to go. Uh, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, that's SEMINAR, the word that you put into the message field, and then the number you text is 555-888. Be sure to click on the link that we'll send you right away and fill out the information, and you'll be registered for the seminar. If you don't have a smartphone, I always like to point this out because we've got a few folks every week who I think text in not realizing that the link won't work if they don't have a smartphone. Uh, so you've got to then just use the regular old uh, telephone number to call, and that's 844-QUIZ-DAN, and just tell Dan you want to register for the seminar, 844-784-9326, that's 844-QUIZ-DAN, but as always, that easiest method is to text the word SEMINAR to 555-888, and you can sign up that way. And since, Dan, you're going to spend a lot of time on taxes in those seminars coming up in a couple of days, so let's get another question or two from that sort of tax realm as we play a little fact or fiction here. By the way, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Dan Capril here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. He's a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach here in Cincinnati and Dayton. The next fact or fiction question, Dan, your Social Security is taxable. Fact or fiction? Well, it depends on your situation, but excellent chance the answer is fact. It all depends on your earnings level. If your earnings are relatively low, below 25000 probably not. But if your retirement earnings are above that, yes. If you're a married couple and you've got a retirement income of over $44,000, then up to 85% of your Social Security check will be taxed. So think about that. You've been putting money into the system all these years as a worker on an after-tax basis. You don't get to deduct that from your return. And now you're finally getting your money back. And there's an excellent chance that almost all of it will be subjected to taxation. Now, a big reason for that is because you're probably taking money out of something like an IRA or a 401k to supplement your retirement needs. Or maybe you have a pension plan. Well, when you add up the pension plan, when you add up that with whatever you took out of the IRA slash 401k, and you add then half of your Social Security benefits, if that's in excess of $44,000 and you're married, then up to 85% of that check is subjected to taxation. The unfortunate thing is there are proactive steps that you can take so that when you get to be that age and you are retired, if you have enough money in tax-free accounts, then you can actually access that money and not have it affect the taxation of your Social Security benefits at all. So again, this is what we're going to be talking about at the University of Dayton next week. So come to this workshop. This is very valuable stuff. I mean, when people, first of all, I'm amazed that a lot of people don't know that their Social Security benefits are going to get taxed. And then when they see how easy it often is, not always, but often, to minimize or eliminate that tax, well, it's going to obviously be a very good night for you. You're going to learn a lot of great things. So come to the workshop, University of Dayton. We're doing it twice, September 1st, which is a Thursday, September 6th, which is a Tuesday, both nights, 6.30 sharp. So you want to get there a little bit before. And I'm going to take you through the presentation I do called Tax-Free Retirement. I'm going to explain what you're up against. I'm going to show you case studies. And I'm actually going to take you through a step-by-step example to show you the steps that you can take to have a tax-free retirement. So take full advantage of this. Very easy to register. One way is you can text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, the word SEMINAR 
to 555-888, or you can go to quizdan.com, click on the box that says Quiz Dan, and just indicate on there that you want to be signed up for the workshop, and my staff will get in touch with you. Or you can give our office a call, old school, 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number, 844-QUIZ-DAN, and we'll get back in touch with you. You'll probably end up leaving a message. We'll call you back. You know, Be sure to call us back because we're trying to get you signed up. Very limited space available for this workshop, so take full advantage of it. But yeah, you can avoid the tax and Social Security benefits in most cases, but you have to do proactive planning in order to do it. The spots have filled up quickly from the first two or three weeks that we've been announcing this seminar, and uh, they will close after this week. So make sure that you uh, get registered for it today, right now. Don't waste any more time. 555-888 is the number that you text, and the word that you put into the message field is seminar. You'll get a link immediately sent to you where you'll be able to fill out some information and register for the seminar. Again, text the word seminar to 555-888. And you can always call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Much more to come still on solving the financial puzzle. In fact, coming up next, Tales from the Tax Side. Stay right there. Erno Rubik, the creator of the famous Rubik's Cube, once said, A good puzzle, it's a fair thing. Nobody is lying, it's very clear, and the problem depends just on you. That's a nice thought. Too bad the financial world isn't as simple. As you prepare for retirement and the rest of your financial future, there are a lot more problems to deal with than just yourself. You have outside factors constantly varying and changing the landscape. People do lie, cheat, and deceive. You have access to tons of information, yet not a great way to discern what motivations drive that information. It can all get very, very complex. But that's why Dan Capril, your host of Solving the Financial Puzzle, is here. Dan and his team at Matson & Capril will help you solve your financial puzzle to put you in a position to get to and all the way through retirement. Just call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to set up a time to meet. You don't have to solve the entire financial puzzle on your own, but you do have to be the one who starts the solution. And it starts with a phone call to 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Capril. So it's time for Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Capril, your local wealth coach, certified financial planner here in Cincinnati and Dayton. This is the part of the show where we get a good story from the tax world and try to apply it to your everyday life, even though some of the stories we feature are maybe about celebrities or maybe they're just kind of outlandish. Maybe they're about wrongdoing. Well, they're often, I guess, about wrongdoing. But then we'll try and apply it to your financial planning life. And the title of this week's story is Up in Smoke. What do you have, Dan? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about organized crime. I will admit I love mob movies. You know, Goodfellas, The Godfather. I love all those movies. And uh, I find them incredibly interesting. Most of them are are largely based on, on fact. But I've often said that the reason that the mob exists has so much to do with our tax policy as a nation. Because what organized crime tends to do is seize a, they find a gap and they look to fill it. 
So, for example, as, as you know, everyone's aware, during the Prohibition era, you're outlawing alcohol and organized crime met that need. People still wanted to drink, organized crime did it. Then you saw it with drugs, sadly. And organized crime felt that need. And of course, the government spends a lot of money trying to stop them and stop drugs. All right. Well, we're actually now starting to see it, believe it or not, with cigarettes, of all things. Earlier this month, there were 46 members of the, of the New York and Philadelphia crime families were indicted. And I love the names. Some of these guys, their names were Tony the Wig, Anthony the Kid, Tony the Cripple, oh. and, uh, and Mustache Pat. Oh, I like I Mustache I, Pat. That's, that's Yeah, I, I think my name would have to be Bald Dan. I don't know. I don't know what kind of, uh, what kind of name they Sh- could come Shiny up. Dan, maybe. Yeah, uh, Chrome Dome. I, 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 oh, I don't know, man. whatever they're going to really come up. But <laughs> so, all right. And what they got him for was selling untaxed cigarettes. Now, here's what happens. If you're in New York, you pay, believe it or not, on a pack of cigarettes about 10 bucks. Same in Chicago. And the reason for that is it's got nothing to do with supply and demand. The reason is because the state of New York puts about a $5 tax on every pack of cigarettes. Wow. Amazing, huh? Yeah. So what does the mob do? Well, they know in Virginia, the tax is only 30 cents. So they send a truck down to Virginia, load up on as many cigarettes as they can get. I think something like 48,000 cartons in a truck. They'll bring it up and they'll sell them for obviously a lot less. They'll go to the various stores and they will offer to sell them those cigarettes at a much, much lower price. And of course, the stores you know, look the other way and that's how, that's how they're making the money. So this is an ongoing situation. Now, it's interesting because if New York just had the, the sense to realize that if they were to lower their tax, they could run the mob out of business and actually make more money for themselves. Right now, it's estimated that these smuggled cigarettes comprise 57% of all sales in the state of New York as it relates to cigarette smoking. So this is just like Goodfellas. It's just like Boardwalk Empire, where you have a need being met by an organized group because the government has stepped into it. Now, the moral of the story here is not to smuggle cigarettes. I don't, in fact, I don't want anybody <laughs> I'm, I'm even I'm sitting over here crunching cigarettes. the numbers, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a pretty Some good business model. Cash. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's no doubt. But what I want you to understand is there's a tax implication behind just about everything that goes on. Uncle Sam's ability to put tax on things influences behavior. And what we're seeing now, particularly among retirees, is the reality that we are sitting in a period where our tax rates are actually historically low. When you compare them to what our rates were in the 70s, what our rates were in the 40s, in 1944, 1945, the top marginal tax rate was 94%. And so what we got is a situation now where the government has this huge amount of debt. We got tons of baby boomers, literally 10,000 every day turning 65. They're leaving the workforce. They're retiring. They're they're going on the the government entitlement programs like Medicare, Social Security, Medicaid. And that's creating a bigger and bigger drain. And so as a result, what's going to be the fix? Higher taxes. That's my concern. So whereas you think now maybe whatever is sitting in your 401k that really you only own three quarters of that simply because of the fact that you know you're going to pay tax on it. Well, what happens if the government ends up taking 40% of that or 50% of that? You're going to have a lot less money for yourself. You need to take steps to minimize the taxation on your retirement benefits. And it's not just going to happen. You have to be proactive. I won't say that the steps to be taken are super complicated, but they are strategic and they need to be made. Now, to help you with this, for our listeners, what we've done is, because we can only do so much on a show like this, we get an hour every week. So what we're doing is we're having a series of workshops, two, at the University of Dayton, September 1st and September 6th. That's a 
Thursday night and a Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m., University of Dayton. And I'm going to take you through a tax-free retirement strategy. I'm going to explain to you the problems that we're up against, and I'm going to explain to you the steps that you can take to minimize them. Now, to do this, you need to register. And the way you register is quite simple. You either text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. That's the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Or you can go to quizdan.com, and you can click on the box that says QuizDan and request the registration there. Or you can give my office a call, 844-QUIZDAN. Regardless, you want to come to one of these two workshops because I'm going to show you the difference between tax filing and tax planning. I'm going to show you that the biggest threat to your retirement probably is not stock market volatility, but rather congressional volatility and presidential volatility. And what are the steps that you can take now so that when these things come, when the government decides they need to raise taxes, you know, when they raise the tax, they raise it on everything. So when they raise income taxes, the money in your 401k, that's income. That's income tax that they're going to apply. They're going to give you a break. What are the steps that you can take to minimize that? So take advantage of these workshops. We have very, very few spots left. So get on it right now. Go to quizdan.com or text the word SEMINAR to 555-888 and we'll get you registered. Again, there are three total ways you can get in touch. One by texting SEMINAR to 555-888. Send the word SEMINAR to 555-888 in the form of a text message. Click on the link that we'll immediately send back to you and register for the seminar that way. You can also go online if you happen to be in front of your computer right now. Go to quizdan.com. Click the big box that says Quiz Dan and just tell Dan you want to register for the seminar and he'll get you all the details via that method. And, of course, if you don't have a smartphone or you just want to do the old-fashioned phone call, way 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call 844-784-9326 and just let Dan know again that you want to register for that seminar spots are extremely limited we are literally here at the home stretch this is probably your last chance to register for the seminar before it closes because of so many registrations space is limited 844-QUIZ-DAN your number to call 844-784-9326 and of course the easiest way is to text the word seminar to 555-888. Seminar to 555-888. Dan, always fun having you here with us on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Thanks for the information. We'll talk again to you next week. Take care, Walter. Everyone have a great week. You do as well. That's Dan Capril, Certified Financial Planner and your local wealth coach here in Cincinnati and Dayton. Make sure to register for that seminar at the University of Dayton, September 1st and 6th. One last time, that number to text is 555-888 and just send us the word seminar to that number and you can register for that upcoming event here in uh, just a couple of days from now. 844-QUIZ-DAN is also the number that you can call to register. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you on the next Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.